This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the seminal. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome to Magic Drive Time. We are presented by International Diamond Center. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. Friday, November 1st, and we're getting ready and set for the Magic and the Bucks at Amway Center. Tip time about an hour from now. Pre-game with yours truly coming up here in just about 30 minutes. Guys, choose your games, lock in your seats, and save big with an Orlando Magic Flex Plan. Experience magic above all and see the team take on top opponents like the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers. What are you waiting for? Visit orlandomagic.com slash flexplans to purchase your plan today. Well, you've been hearing me jabber about our Orlando Magic podcast content, and it's because there's so much of it. Subscribe to tune in. Check us out on iTunes and Google Play, and you're going to get daily content. You got Magic Weekly with me on Mondays, Tuesdays, Pod Squad with Dante and the boys, Uno e Uno with Joey Colon on Wednesdays, Magic Memories with Dennis Newman, Dennis Scott on Thursdays, and now the latest edition is with DJ Augustine and our Mackenzie Thurkill, the Magic Life Podcast. First episode dropped today. DJ had Mo Bamba on. Good stuff in here. Take a listen. All right, we're welcoming in our first guest, Mo Bamba. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, DJ handpicked you. Was there a reason why you wanted to put Mo on the show first? Yeah, he's real interesting. You know, Mo, uh, you know, he has his song out with his name in it. Um, so he has a lot of followers on Instagram. He has a, <laughs> he has a, lot, a lot going on. So I thought he'd be a great first guest for us. I like yeah, it. for sure. That's we're all. definitely that's gonna, and you my guy, you my guy too. We're guy. definitely gonna get to the song as well because right. I think that's a very sure. interesting little tidbit about your life. Okay. So, Mo, you're officially still a rookie until tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm really holding on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's how it works. All right. What was the hardest part being a rookie? Like, what was the hardest thing for you to have to do? Did guys make you do anything? Yeah. Nah. So I actually give y'all some credit for that because y'all. <laughs> they, they didn't. There was no rookie hazing. There was no like walking in your car or walking in the garage and there's popcorn all over your car. None of that. And I really, I respect y'all for that because. I hear some of like other dudes from other teams. They're like, "Yeah, my, I gotta spend however much money to get my car cleaned out." So, I appreciate that. But the hardest thing for me was um, was just the uh, the travel, but the what the, was the the routine stuff for me. Um, in college, it's just like you just get up, you know, you got class, and you just know like everything is already set. But in the league, you get so much more free time. It's just like, all right, like you got to make your days as productive as possible outside of leaving, you know, the Amway. Um, but that. That that was the hardest part for me as far as my rookie year, and and the injury of course, um, just being injured and being you know out and feeling like you know you're not really part of the team because you're not on the floor, but you know trying to stay engaged as much as possible. So what did you do to keep your head in the game even though you were? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! <laughs> oh man! What did you do to keep your head in the game even though you were injured, you couldn't play, you couldn't practice? Like what did you do? To make sure you were still locked in, yeah, um, and not just you, you know, know, yeah, yeah. For for I think early the early stages of my injury, I was kind of just like, all right, like, all right, whatever. This is the the cards that I've been dealt, and I just got to deal with it. But let me just you know, let me fade in the background. But you know, when you get injured, that's when you kind of want to you want to you know get with your teammates the most, so you can really see stuff like you know what goes on, you know what goes on to 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 
what goes on in preparation for what really goes on out there. Um, but uh, I think one thing that I did was uh, meet up with Coach Cliff a lot. Um, we just went over like you know other bigs and what they do, and pretty much just like what we what we gonna do as far as like scheming for, for the games. Was there anything that you noticed for him as a rookie that was completely different from your own rookie experience? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like he said, with the rookie hazing, um, when I came in the league, it was totally different. Like even the coaches was involved in hazing. That's messed up, man. You know, like I remember uh, I played for Larry Brown. Um, <laughs> he was hazing. <laughs> and, and he would make me, um, he would make me, whenever we landed in the city, I would have to help the TSA people like get the bags off the plane and load them on the bus. Like rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> and that was just him. And then I had stuff I had to do with my teammates, you know, like who, get donuts. Uh, I had Gerald Wallace, uh, Jason Richardson, Sean May, Raymond Felton. Those are my, those are my bets. Yeah, um, yeah, so I had to get their bags when we, when we got to the hotel, bring it to their rooms, uh, whatever they needed. Like, but they, on, the, on the flip side of that, they would give me some per diem. You know, they would compensate me in some kind of way for, I mean, for, no for doing that. Because you didn't do nothing. That's what, it, that's what we just said. <laughs> Why would I give you per diem? You know, so it, the league, I mean, I look at it now that I'm older. I look at, okay, we're getting soft now because they get away with anything. <laughs> you know, so when I came in, it was totally different. Everybody was involved. It was, you know, slicing tires, popcorn and cars, everything. Slicing everything. tires? It's evil. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when you have an older sibling and your parents start to, like, not care as much. And the youngest <laughs> is just like doing kind of his thing, but it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's all, good. all right, but now that you won't be a rookie anymore, yeah. are you down to like bring that back, like and actually like haze nah, the rookies? I, we we don't we don't. I don't think this year we have um, a rookie on roster yeah. at least. Um, but give me a couple years, <laughs> and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up. <laughs> Ooh, they gonna hate me. They gonna hate me. Y'all shouldn't take advantage of that. Nah, we, you know, it, it's different. It, yeah, it's different, man. It's different. The only thing I made you do was cut the showers on, get towels. You still had a problem with that. What you mean I had a problem with that? You wouldn't do it. You would have an attitude. Bro, there was two other rookies, too. But I locked in on you. <laughs> y'all, y'all got to get this man. Y'all got to get this man. Wait till you get back in the You got to grow up, bro. Grow up. You, you, oh, man. You're not a rookie tomorrow. Come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> What do you think it was about Mo that you locked in on him? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I, mean, <laughs> I think, I think oh, it goes back to that Texas relationship, you know, and I, I wanted to make sure, you know, because sometimes when you when you ask rookies to do stuff and they and they kind of defiant, I seen it get bad for rookies. So I tried to make sure I was the one asking them to do things because I knew I would take it easy on them. <laughs> you you got to stop, man. So essentially he's saying you got lucky. Yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky, man. You oh, gotta man. stop. You gotta stop. Girl. Yeah, but my, my whole thing was like, I didn't, I didn't really understand why rookies would be defined because it's just like everybody, like before you had to do it. So it's just like, all right, now it's your time. And, you know, it only lasts for a year. And the thing is, the more defined you are, the more they're gonna make you do yeah. stuff. So just, they ask you to go pick up some cards, go pick up some dominoes, go do this or that. And just like, just do it, man. But let's kind of talk about your life okay. a little bit. Right. So being from Harlem, mm -hmm. 
New York is kind of known as this mecca of basketball. I feel like it kind of strayed from that a little bit, but just being from that area, what's that? What's that like? What you mean, strayed? I don't. What you mean? I feel like there were a couple of years where they weren't producing. No, yeah, that is the that same is, amount yeah. of basketball players that they're. That is definitely for. true. I think uh, when I was in high school, they kept, people kept saying like, you know, all the good players are going to like these boarding schools and these prep schools, and uh, for a while we didn't have anybody, you know go to the league from, from New York. That was originally from New York. So, you know, being one of the, a couple guys in my draft from New York uh, came out and, you know, we're in the league now, but being, you know, the first one off the board was special. What was it like growing up in that area? Harlem has typically had a, not the greatest reputation. I know yeah. it's kind of changed a little bit. It's a lot more culturally diverse, but yeah. what was it like as a kid growing up there? Yeah, it was, to me, it was fun, um, but you definitely forced to grow up fast. Um, you know, you just, you're just around and you see things and you just know things at a very young age that you really shouldn't you know, necessarily even be around. But, you know, it adds it adds an edge to you when you do grow up um, and you're able to go, like, all right, I've seen a situation similar to this when I was younger. So, you know, how to adapt to things. Nice. Did, what, at what age do you remember that you had a, like a growth spurt? A growth See, that's the thing. I was also forced to grow up early because of that, too. I was always tall. So people thought when I was 10, people always thought that I was 13, 14. Even when I was like seven, people thought that I was like 11. So um, I was always able to like, you know, do things that you know, some of the older kids were able to do. But I never really had a growth spurt. I was always tall, unlike DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> was that ever like odd for you? I know some people like, as a female, like if I was taller than like other girls or like guys, because girls typically grow a little bit faster than mm -hmm. when they're younger, I like would hunch over yeah. and I was like, I don't want to be the tall one. Yeah. Did you ever experience anything? No, like that? not really, because like I, like I said, I was nine, but I was hanging out with the eleven and twelve year olds, so we were all like kind of the same height. Did you ever experience anything? Never. <laughs> I actually been this height since I was twelve, so really, yeah, I, Damn, I, I dominated, I dominated the, <laughs> the bitty league, so yeah, I thought I was gonna be. Uh, kind of like the LeBron of Bitty basketball, and then it just <laughs> shut down for me. Wow, yeah. I started drinking coffee early, too, at an early age. That stunts your growth. What time? You didn't know that? No. It does. I've, it stunts your growth. Coffee. Coffee. What age yeah. did you start drinking coffee? I probably was like 14. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was working a nine to five when he was 14. <laughs> just for fun, I thought it was oh, cool to do it, yeah. So. Are your parents coffee drinkers? No, they're not. I don't know why I did it. It's strange, but Just it definitely has something to do with Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. Can yeah, I get my cup of joe? Thanks. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's what you get. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in my group. Yeah. So don't drink coffee, kids, drink at coffee. a young age, <laughs> is what we're learning. Yeah. So there's something you both have in common. Mm -hmm. Can we guess? Besides playing for the Magic and being NBA players? UT. UT. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about life at UT. Mm -hmm. DJ, I want to start with you because you obviously or his predecessor, you went before him. Right. Why did you decide to go to Texas? Um, that's a good question, because a, a lot of people thought I was going to go to LSU because I'm from New Orleans. Um, uh, just when I went on my visit there, it was just it was just so beautiful in Austin. I don't think a lot of people know about Austin, how beautiful it is. Um, and then the facilities, some of the facilities are, are better than some of the NBA facilities, you know, and um, it just was this amazing place. And I just felt like with the class we had coming in, you had Kevin Durant, um, you know, Damian James, Dexter Pittman, I felt like we'd be a really good team. And uh, it was the best decision I made in my life. What about for you? I actually, it's really similar to him. Um, everybody thought that I was either going to go to 
think either Duke or Kentucky. Um, but I was just like, you know, I kind of want something different. And I went and visited Texas, and it was it was beautiful. You know, you had all the nice facilities and everything, but and then you you peel back away from just the university and you look at the city of Austin. And the secret's out now. Everybody's moving to Austin mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, get something going there. But uh, just look at the city of Austin and how much it's grown and, you know, how, how vibrant it is. I just want to be a part of it. And to me, it being different and it, you know, being as crazy as it was, it, it spoke to me. What's it like? I've, I've never been able to visit that campus. So what's it like? What's it like being a student there, being on the basketball team? Well, I mean, you get a lot of notoriety. You know, um, you know you're playing on TV a lot. You know, when I was there, we was on TV all the time. Uh, every Monday, it's like we was on TV. So when we get back to school on, on Tuesday, all of the class, you know, the students, they knew, they knew us. They would ask for autographs. It was kind of crazy, you know, um, but... Uh, it was fun at the same time. I think that's the best experience, you know, um, college basketball, you know, the fans are there every night going crazy for you. It's different in the NBA. You know, you may go to some cities, it might be a few fans there, depending on who you're playing. So just every night was crazy. Uh, every game was a big game. And uh, it's, it's like a brotherhood, yeah. like a brotherhood for sure. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I took away from Texas is that everybody hates Texas. Like, yeah. We got like eight <laughs> schools that think yeah. probably their biggest rivalry. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we just us and everybody, you know, Texas is, you know, we're the state university, so everybody wants to come at us. And that was the biggest thing. Like, it feels like a family feel. That's that's another reason why I went there. It's just, like, even Mo's younger than me, like, I feel like he's family. Yeah. Like, not just because we play for the Magic, but either guys on other teams, I feel like they're brothers. You know, even if they came in after me or before me, we all kind of just got that family feel and just stick together. Magic drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, the 2019-20 season is here and big games are on the horizon. Show your pride for Magic above all and don't miss the biggest matchups of the season against teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State Warriors, and Philadelphia 76ers. Be there live when players like LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Joel Embiid visit Amway Center. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. It's big games above all. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole.
Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website and MLS 701-68 equal housing. Advent Health and Southwest Airlines are teaming up to provide Magic fans the opportunity to catch a game on the road this season in one of three destinations, Houston, Denver, or Milwaukee. One grand prize winner will receive two tickets to a game in the selected city, airfare, lodging, and $200 in spending money. Five second prize winners will receive 20,000 Southwest Airlines Rapid Rewards bonus points. For more information and to enter, visit orlandomagic.com getaway. That's orlandomagic.com getaway. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. This is Steve Clifford of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Welcome back to Magic Drive Time on 96.9 The Game. I've got more with DJ Augustine, Mo Bamba, and Mackenzie Thurkill from our Magic Life podcast. Take a listen. Were there any, like, spots at the university that everyone would kind of congregate to? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody know about 6th Street. Um, that's like the, uh, the it's like the heaven inspired, you know, you know, they block off the street, um, on certain nights and just people just everywhere walking the streets. Kind of like if you ever been to New Orleans, like Bourbon Street almost. Okay. Yeah. It's like a trashy Times Square, <laughs> but it's like all like bars and different stuff. Yeah. I didn't go there cause I wasn't old enough to go, you know, um, but I'm sure it was different. Yeah, right. In the, I'm sure it was different in the, in the seventies when DJ <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine as a basketball player, because I know having either visited Florida or Florida State, like you would see guys who are way underage as freshmen out at the bars, and they were like velvet ropes, like, here, come yeah. on in. <laughs> so you can't sit here and tell me that you didn't experience that. Well, next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's, there's definitely an element of that, but at the same time, like there's been a few times where I like, you know, like, listen, everyone in the bar knows who you are. Like, yeah. They can't have you in here. You know? Like right, respect. Just go back to campus, go to the gym, and then call it a night. Yeah. How does going somewhere like Texas, like you said, on national TV, people know who you are. How do you think that almost gets you ready for that next step, like the NBA, where it's on such a bigger scale? Yeah, I think it, it definitely helps. You know, um, because you know, in high school, not many high school games are televised, um, and just to get that first taste of playing on national television, and you got family and friends texting you, and you seeing stuff about yourself on TV, it's it's a different feeling. And uh, it could it could be either way. It can make you give you a big head and make you feel like well, I'm I'm the man, 
you know, or it can humble you and be like, wow, I'm really on this level and get you ready for, for another situation. Come on, man. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my bad. This is one of those inside jokes. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like, like I don't think uh, he mentioned it, but every game is televised, actually, for Texas, because um, we have a long network. Yeah. Um, literally every single game is televised. So, yeah, you got family and friends hitting you up from back home saying, you know, yeah, we saw you on TV. We're excited. And, you know, it gives you early exposure to, to you know, being on TV. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the most surprising? You obviously both came in at very, 10 years apart from each other right. coming into yes. the league. So what do you think was the biggest shock to the NBA lifestyle? Um, for me, it was the traveling. Um, I knew, you know, in college you play, what, 30 games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you might travel once a week, but you, you, you're back home. You know, you, you spend so much time at home. The NBA is totally different. Like, you're gone. Sometimes you're, you won't see your, your own bed for about two weeks. Yeah. And that's a big that's a big change, a big adjustment for a guy like, you know, that's young coming into the league. You know, you're not used to that. It's definitely a lifestyle change. Yeah. To me, it was just like it was that. But at the same time, it was just being able to wake up and not know what city you're in. Like, there was a few times I just had like no idea what time zone I was in. <laughs> and no, no idea which city you're in. Waking up in Dallas thinking that you're in Chicago. And, you know, it's just funny how like how much more you travel. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. Should we talk about a song that came out your rookie season? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all some background about this song. So All right. He, he's a hater, so <laughs> he wish he had his own song. He I think did. he got his own I song. I do. I do. No, D, that's, that's not your that's song. song, bro. You don't know Lil Wayne. I know Wayne. Uh, don't, don't make me call Wayne. All right, bro. Go ahead. Anyway, so the song really like started like I came up with the idea because um. Jason Tatum had his own song in high school, and I was like, you know, I can't leave high school without my own song. Like, that's what stamps it. Like, all this McDonald's, I'm like, that's cool, but I need my own song. So, actually, initially, I was, I'm somewhat cool with uh, A Boogie, you know, A Boogie. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I was like, yo, just put my name in the verse. But, you know, he's, you know, he's, he, he's more of a hybrid of a rapper slash singer. So, you know, it didn't really, it didn't really make sense. So, one of my boys, he um, used to play basketball. Um, but he started modeling, and then he started getting into rap. And uh, once I saw that he was getting into rap, I started listening to his music, and I was like, yo, like, I'm gonna put my name in a verse or whatever. Let's see how this goes. And he was like, I bet. So, like, three, four days later, he sent me back an audio file, and it was titled Mo Bomb. And I'm like, I just needed a you verse. You talking about Shake West? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And I was just like, all I needed was a verse. This dude just put my name on the title. But I was like, you know what, I'm gonna listen to it. And at first, nobody liked the song. Like, nobody at all. Still don't. That's cool. Platinum, but that's cool. <laughs> um, nobody liked the song, and except for me, I was blasting in the weight room whenever I was in my room, just chilling. And then I guess when I got to college, it started like having a little bit of buzz. Throughout college, I had a little bit of buzz, but the summer where um, I got drafted, that's when it kind of just took off. And then it is what it is today. Let me ask you so, you were a, good, a great player at Texas, mm-hmm. but like you said, that song came out right before the draft. Mm-hmm. How did that change? things for you like as far as social as socially yeah. so uh social media wise i think a lot of the exposure i was getting social media wise was from just being like one of the like draft picks the top draft picks um you know they're posting you all the time there you're doing a thing in chicago you're doing this and that so i think it came from that but at the same time like the song just like you know people like it was 13 year old you know 
dudes from Wisconsin, you know, who liked the song. It was just like, all right, this song is named behind a person. Let me find out about this person and see who he is. And, you know, I'm a pretty active dude on social media. I like to joke around, comment on things every now and then. So I think people started gravitating towards that. And we, we, we are where we are now because of it. Why don't you like the song, DJ? I like it. It's just, it's just, it gets played too much, I think. And that's any yeah. song. That's yeah. any song. Yeah. Like, I think any song, if you play a song over. But Go DJ by Lil Wayne doesn't get that's played. A, that's a classic, though. That's that's a classic <laughs> song. Yeah, my song. Mobama is not classic. And your kids going to be listening to it. No, they not. I won't, I like won't allow years. it. I won't allow it. All right. But the thing but, is, like, he said he don't like it, but I seen him, like, on a layup line. He'd be like, <laughs> that was last season. And then as soon as he walked by me, he'd be like, turn it off. That was last season. But this nah, season, if it's played, DJ's like, nah. No, I can't hear it again. It nah, but, nah, but it, it went platinum, you said? I, it, did, it did numbers. It did something mm-hmm. crazy. And I was just like, I'm really happy for, for, for my guy. Mm, that's a good story. Were you expecting it to be as big as it got? Not at all, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, no, there's no way I was expecting it to be this big. Um, I don't know what happened, but something happened. And the next thing you know, it was just being played everywhere. Yeah. It really is played everywhere. <laughs> It really is played everywhere. Like, I feel like any city I go to, I hear it at least yeah, somewhere. Yeah, sure. yeah, if you go out, you'll hear it probably once or twice. For sure. Yeah. And, 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 and that's another thing. He probably can't even go to the club, sneak into the club before he was 21. because Well, before he was legal, <laughs> because they probably would play that song as soon as he walked in. So. Literally. Literally. So. At Texas, they did? Or even? At Texas, no, they didn't play that much while I was at Texas. But when I came back after I got drafted, it was just like, yo, this is like a whole thing. Like, I came into the football arena. And they started playing, and everybody just started going crazy. I'm like, all right, see <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was like, cool. DJ Augustine, Mackenzie Thurkill, and Mo Bamba. Episode one of the Magic Life podcast with DJ Augustine should be a lot of fun. We'll be doing those things throughout the season. Just a reminder, you can get all of our Orlando Magic podcast content on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or on the TuneIn app if you're a subscriber. Jake Chapman with you. We'll be back Monday. Magic Bucks coming your way shortly right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic Flex Plans get you the games you want, when you want. Choose any games, lock in your seats, and save big off-gate prices. You can see top opponents like the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets, or choose the weekend games to fit your schedule. Any way you build it, Flex Plans allow you to experience magic above all the way you want. Visit orlandomagic.com slash flexplans to customize your plan today.